0: Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, John Shookman, and I'm so thankful to have you with me for today's episode. A huge thank you to Alan Dubon and Black Label CXO for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Alan and the team at Black Label CXO do an amazing job of helping businesses all over the world achieve their dreams of having a more organized and more successful business from creating websites to helping you with your social media to CRMs, Alan and his team have so many different amazing ideas to help you become a more successful realtor. I'm very thankful for them and how they've been a part of helping my business grow and very thankful for their support and sponsorship of this episode. So let's get into today's podcast episode. On today's episode, we are continuing with part eight of my journey from the W2 life all the way to my real estate career. We've been talking about my journey for a few episodes now, and today we are on part seven, you know, and we can pick up following our last couple episodes. A couple episodes ago, I talked to you about the client I worked with and, you know, how I showed them 63 homes and talked to you about the power of perception in my business. And then on the last episode, I talked to you about the big summer I had and talked about the power of compound effects. And today we are getting into the really big month that I had in August of 2020. We'll talk about me finishing 2020 and the start I had to 2021. But it's so cool to kind of look back and just kind of celebrate the wins because so much of this journey has been so hard. Hard, but without the hard work that followed February of 2019 and losing my job, without that hard work, and you know, once I got into real estate at the end of August, none of this would have been possible without the foundation. None of this would have been possible without the hard work and that compound effect. None of this would have happened without God blessing me and our family. It's cool to look back and think about the small steps along the way from, you know, the beginning, losing the job, the first settlement, feeling like I wanted to run through a brick wall like the Kool Aid man. If you can do the small steps along the way, you'll have success. And that's what I've really learned along this journey. And so let's kind of jump into August of 2020. August of 2020 was huge for me. I had five settlements. And so more than half of my income that I made in 2020 was made in August. I'll give my wife a super hard time right now because I still remember (laughs) that August. And I remember, you know, we felt some things coming along and she said something like, oh, if you close two deals in August, then you can rent a jet ski when we go on vacation. Well, guys, guess what? I closed five deals in August and she never let me rent that jet ski. I even remember telling her after I closed the third or fourth one, I said, well, geez, you said I could rent a jet ski if I closed two deals. Now I've closed five. So I feel like we should be buying a jet ski. Anyway, she didn't let me buy one. She didn't let me rent one. So she still owes me. (laughs) Now, I'm sort of being a little facetious. We, up until August, we were still struggling. You know, we had really been struggling most of the time. She was working. And like I said, a few episodes ago, she was working from home once COVID started. And that was a huge blessing to us. You know, COVID was terrible, but it was a huge blessing that I was able to, you know, work and get stuff done. I remember those days early on. And if I could kind of help her get to noon with our son. She was good the rest of the day because, you know, he he napped from 12 to 4 and then she was done work at 4.30. But none of this would have happened, you know, had she not been working from home. And, you know, I was able to work a good majority of the day. And so, you know, August with the five settlement, that was probably, guys, that was probably the month in that moment. Those days in that month were probably when I finally started to believe I'm going to make this. You know, I'd put in the effort for so long, basically a year into real estate, I had put in that effort. And still, I heard the doubters. I heard them telling me that I would never succeed. I heard them telling me that I needed to get a real job. I heard them telling me that I couldn't keep a job. I heard them telling me that I couldn't have success. I heard it. And you know, a lot of them, I really started to kind of believe them. And August was the time when I finally said, you know what? Screw these people. They have no idea what they're talking about. They barely even know me. They have no idea the success I'm going to create in this real estate business. I wanted to believe it up to that point. I wanted to believe the success was coming, but it wasn't there, you know, in a physical and visible way. I, it wasn't tangible. I couldn't feel it. So it made me doubt myself at times. You know, I keep saying it. The average person makes, you know, in two years, makes under $40,000 their first two years in real estate. And so all the doubters were in my ear trying to tell me that I was never good enough. And You know, I'm very thankful. (laughs) In 2020, I definitely made more than $20,000. And then I took that number and tripled that in 2021. But it was definitely hard to have people speaking to me like this and about me. But one of the cool things that I learned along this journey, especially that August, was I don't really need their approval. I don't need others to approve of what I'm doing. I don't really need their opinion. It's so funny because most of them have shut up, (laughs) right? Like they don't share their opinion now because they were wrong for so long about what I was doing. And so now why would I listen to you when all you did was doubt me and tell me how I would never have success in the business? I had so many people giving their opinions and they don't know me. They didn't really care about me when I was struggling. They just had negative comments to say. And now they, when they try to talk to me, I say, you know, I didn't really care about your opinion when you doubted me. So I'm certainly not going to care about your opinion now, now that I've created more success than they could have ever believed or dreamed possible. You know, I had five settlements in that month of August. And let me just tell you guys, it was absolutely nuts. I would never want to have five settlements in a month again. I shared you know, a few times, but a couple of weeks ago, I think I had three settlements in six days, and that was crazy. That's part of real estate, you know, the lows where I had no deals, and then the, the high and the crazy where I have, you know five deals in a month. So, of course, I was still working hard, even though the money wasn't there, probably 100 hours a week and not getting paid till August. But of course, the paycheck in August was really, really nice and made up for it. And that was the month where I really started to believe. And I said, holy cow, you can do this. You can have success. You can have more money than you ever thought was really possible. And I didn't stop in August. I think that's what I really want you guys to hear. I didn't stop and I wasn't satisfied. We had huge goals and it wasn't just about dollars, right? But the goal for us was always to let my wife stay home and do whatever we had to do to get there. I was sad and frustrated when our son was born in 2019 and she couldn't quit her job. But I was making no money at the time, so of course it wasn't possible. But then a year later, it was finally at the point where I started to see the success and the money coming in. And I said to myself, you know what? She will eventually be able to quit her job. You know, we're going to get there. We just saved and saved a bunch of money. And it was actually really cool before our son turned one on September 2nd, So kind of right there at the end of August, you know, it was nice getting those paychecks. We had basically just stockpiled my cash, right? All the money that I earned, and I had some obviously put aside for taxes, but all the money that I earned, we were just living off her income. And because we knew the statistics, we know that the average realtor makes $20,000 their first two years. And so we didn't really live off of my income. We didn't really expect it. You know, we didn't do a lot of the things that people were doing. Like we weren't buying new cars. We weren't eating out a lot. I mean, okay, we still went to Chick-fil-A, we had to cheat every once in a while, but we weren't doing the things that a lot of people around us were doing. Our commitment during that time was basically to use every single dollar. You know, we were living off her $40,000 income or something like that. And so we committed that basically all the money I made was going to help us pay off debt and go into savings and things like that. So we saved up that money when I had those first couple settlements in April and then over the summer. And then when I had a big month in August we basically put all that money towards paying off our debt. And so by our son's first birthday, so the day before on September 1st, we actually paid off our final debt. I think it was student loans and we probably had, I don't know, probably about twenty dollars or $30,000 left on them. And with a big month like five settlements, we were able to make a really nice lump sum payment and just be able to pay that off and become debt free. And so it was crazy and it was awesome and a huge motivation for us because the goal had always been to become debt free, except for our house. And you know, it's it's funny to talk about and, and think about now that it's happened. But the goal had always been, you know, let her stay home, have her dream to be a stay-at-home mom and become debt-free. And so we saw the pattern, we saw the path we were on and how God was starting to bless my real estate business, really our real estate business. You know, I couldn't do it without her. But God had really started to bless us and our business. And we had seen, you know, that month and that August, it just gave me more and more motivation. Like, holy crap, like now we're debt free. Now let's save up. I think we wanted to save up 10 months of living expenses before our daughter was born. So she was due in March of 2021. And so once we finally paid off all of our debt except the house, we said, okay, now let's take the next six months basically and save up. Basically, it was going to be 10 months of living expenses. We wanted to get to March when she was born. And if like, God forbid, I wasn't able to work or something happened, we want to be able to pay all our expenses for 2021, you know, by having savings in the bank. So, you know, March to the end of the year, 10 months. And so I wasn't satisfied in August, just, you know, to hit a goal. You know, I was very, very thankful, but I wanted to continue growing the business and keep, you know, applying what I'd learned to create more and more success. I didn't need others approval. I didn't need them to approve of their business. I didn't need them to approve how I did it or what I did. I did not care. The only people I was interested in taking care of and pleasing was I wanted, you know, to make God proud of the work I was doing and the business I was building. And I always wanted to give thanks to God because, you know, all this, all of it, nothing in this business would have come if it wasn't for his blessing. But I really learned that month, that August, that I didn't need others' approval and it really doesn't matter what they think. I cared about what God thought and I cared about our family and our decisions. That was it. (laughs) some of these people still try to tell me things and it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. I've got people now that still, you know, obviously don't know what they're doing and don't have their life together, but try to tell me what I should be doing. And I just kind of let it go in one ear and out the other. You know, guys, I'm just thankful to kind of, as I recap, to finally share August with you and how big it was for my business. It's very interesting. You know, it's nice to get to a part in the story that's encouraging and not discouraging at part seven. But this is the month where I said, wow, I can do this. And then I said, okay, sweet. Now the next goal is saving up 10 months of living expenses in six months <laughs> by the time our daughter was going to be born. And so I continued to hustle and try to finish the year strong. And, and I did. After August, you know, where I had the five settlements, I started to continue to have success. I started to continue to grow my real estate business, meet more clients and finish out the year strong. One of the other cool things that we did, and you know, kind of talks about going on the compound effect, like I did, you know, mention a few episodes ago. But what I did during August was I actually started putting all of my clients that I had deals with on a whiteboard. With five deals going on that month, so much was going on between inspections, appraisal, settlement day, etc. All these deadlines for the offer—it was crazy. You know, I had to make sure my ducks were in a row. And so I started writing all the clients that settled in August. I put their names house, under contract price, etc. I put all the important dates and stuff on the whiteboard. And then as they settled, I kind of moved them from one section of the whiteboard, like under contract to sold or something like that. And then I also took part of this whiteboard and started expanding it because I thought, wow, that was great to organize these five, you know, deals. Let's organize my clients and prospects and everything else, you know, and so I started on a whiteboard putting my clients, you know, whether they were buying a house in three months or three years, I wrote their name and the, you know, the possible client and their price range, et cetera. And it helped me remember to check in with them and see how they're doing. You know, I had an episode about acing the follow-up and this was the month where this really all came together for me. And it's still funny because I still use this. What I learned during the craziness of that August, I still very much use in my business. Now I've shifted a little bit. It's not on a whiteboard because we've moved our house around and I'm not at that spot where I can have an office with a whiteboard right there. But I still keep it in notes on my iPhone and I check it probably a few times a week and make sure I'm checking in with the clients, seeing how they're doing, checking in on birthdays, anniversaries, things like that. I'm going to check in in a couple weeks here in April with the clients that bought a house, you know, two years ago, that first client that bought a house. But this was the month, August of 2020 was the month where I finally said, you know, you can do this. I had a big, strong August and a big, strong end to 2020. And I knew that I was going to push even harder for 2021. And I continue to use that whiteboard idea with my notes because I've had, what, 30, 25, 30 deals. And so it's nice to keep in touch with those people. And I probably have, man, anywhere between 15 and 30 possible clients that could You know, switch from cold leads to hot leads just like that, and some of them have. And so I want to make sure I check in with these people often and do a good job of checking in, checking with those potential clients. And I'm very excited where this is at. I'm very excited about where my business is at. I'm thrilled to finally bring you the exciting episode where we say, wow, John actually (laughs) finally made some good money, but just very thankful that I closed out the year well as well. August was huge there in 2020. And in the last couple months, September through the December were big as well. I think I had another three or four deals for 2020 to total it up. And I think it ended up being like 10 to 12 deals for my first full year. And so I exceeded my expectation. You know, once I finally got to August, you know, again, half the income was from August. But I just kept grinding and grinding. I didn't sit on the couch. I kept hustling because we had big goals. And so I really want to encourage you wherever you're at, like set big goals and go get them. You know, trust God during the process and really lean on Him and seek Him during, you know, the crazy times. But thank you guys for listening so much. I'm super excited for our next episode. We'll kind of close out the story. You know, we'll kind of on that episode get into 2021 and get into, you know, what I'm doing here in 2022. And that kind of closes out, you know, bringing you up to speed on my story. So thank you guys very much. Very thankful for you all. Thanks for listening to this episode. And I'm very thankful for those of you who have supported me. (laughs) And, you know, I'm very thankful again for all the blessings in my business and look forward to sharing the next part of the story with you guys. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.